Welcome to the Grain of Salt podcast, the Spectacular Spider-Man edition. We're here talking about episodes seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah, seven, eight, nine. The uh, the Green Goblin episode. Yes. Um, and I'm live on the scene. I'm the I'm the <laughs> man on the ground here. Uh, <laughs> I might sound a little weird. Uh, there might be some little, like, extra bumps and stuff. Jesus, my hand is already shaking. <laughs> Such a heavy microphone. Uh, like, literally, as I was getting my microphone off, or, like, not off, but, like, I have to adjust it when I'm not using it. Otherwise, it's, like, seriously in the way. And mm-hmm. when I was rotating it and I got it in position, it was hanging really weird. I, I have it on a little shock mount like arm or whatever and then it just it dropped it just absolutely plummeted like it fell off the shock mount like fell out of the slot so like i'm holding my microphone like i'm a news reporter and it's not (laughs) ideal (laughs) i'm kind of holding it i got my right now i I found a kind of comfy pose like i just got my elbows on my armrest i'm kind of holding it like the Mm -hmm. like the priest holds the communion cup so <laughs> it's getting better. Yeah. The sacred mic. The sacred mic. Yeah. I, clapping was difficult. <laughs> I had to slap my tummy. <laughs> or it's a uh, fallen mic. Archangel <laughs> mic. Yeah, there's no pop filter either. Like I'm looking I'm I'm looking at the, the waveform and I'm like, oh it's so many like little shakes and ugh. But yeah. Yeah, I watched Spider Man. Spider Man was fucking great. Yeah, these are good episodes. What a good arc. I mean, like this. Peter is a piece of shit. Uh-huh, <laughs> he's yeah, like, no, he's still, a, he's Pe- still a dirt. Peter is. Peter's a dirtbag. It's true. They, like double down on it this arc. Look, man, that's just you know Peter Parker. He's got some growing up to do. Um. So I was like, I, Mary Jane started talking a little bit more, right? We got more than one line out of her in in that Mm -hmm. first episode. And I realized a lot of conflicting feelings. Um, her voice actress is the voice actress for Harrison Dula from Star Wars Rebels. So Mm. it was literally, was it? really Mary Jane or was it Hera Syndulla talking in a like husky seductive voice you know <laughs> that was weird <laughs> <laughs> oh that's very funny yeah. good shit though um, I, her, her character yeah. is pretty they took it in a good way like I was, you know, I was a little yeah. hesitant because I was like, "Oh God, is she just gonna?" Be she but. is much less insecure than the other car. All the other Holy characters shit. we met, basically, it's so <laughs> wild meeting someone <laughs> like adults and the kids. Yeah, she dude. is just the most self confident person. Oh, dude, easily, easily, <laughs> and it feels so good. Like it's so nice to yeah. have someone. It's who's so refreshing. Just, yeah, just like ridiculous. Like any little thing is not gonna fucking set her off yeah yeah <laughs> it does for literally yeah, everyone else chill and even peter is like you're not gonna get pissed 
You're not gonna like it's super angry. Doesn't. He's never experienced someone who has chilled before. Literally never. His entire life. Literally (laughs) never. It's pretty great. It's good shit. It's pretty great. Good shit. Um, So, yeah, this this first episode picks up right where the last one left off, and we get a little we get a little um, teaser. Cut forward to Spider-Man at a party where the Green Goblin is, but then it, we go back to the fall formal happening, mm-hmm. and Peter showing up with Mary Jane, and all that stuff happening. And Flash is like, "Oh, it's Peter, I see you won the bet." Being all obvious, thinking that's gonna, yeah, offend like, her, ruin it for yeah. him. And Mary Jane does not give a shit. Dude. It's like that's fine. So good, that's funny. She's just immediately like, <laughs> "So what'd you bet?" Like, <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally. Oh, uh, Peter has to leave because Jameson calls him to take pictures of the Green Goblin attacking this party he's at. So Peter has to dip. Mary Jane's like, "Fine, we'll dance at the end," and she finds other people to dance with because, you know. She's um self-actualized human being. I mean... Who's okay on their own. <laughs> yeah. My, I mean, that's like... It feels better because I think most of the people I interact with these days are like, you know, fairly confident. But I can't imagine being that confident at, in high school. Most, mostly. <laughs> uh-huh. Mostly. Especially not at a fucking dance. That shit's awkward. Incredibly awkward. Yeah, man. Um, but Mary Jane is hot as hell, and uh, it's cool just, you know, flirting with people, and then not dating anybody. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All about that flirt life. I feel so bad for Gwen, though. I mean, I don't. it's not even, you know, it's not bad. I'm, like, pissed off on her behalf. <laughs> like, god damn it. Oh, it's still so bad. Yeah. She'll get over it. Wow. Uh <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable. Look, she's f- friends with knuckleheads, okay? That's yeah. That I mean <laughs> Peter is very dense for someone who leads a double life. Yeah. Um so, Spider-Man shows up at this party to fight the Green Goblin. He gets thrown out a window. Uh, yeah. There's a... I'm trying to remember... It's actually, at this point, it's hard to keep this fight straight in my head from the other Goblin fight we get in a couple episodes. Hmm. So, I don't remember, like, much... What like if there's anything interesting in this in the first one in this fight? Yeah. Um. I believe. I believe this one. It's the one where he's hanging at the end, right? Like he leaves the goblin hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's the bomb and the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh yeah, the the thing the big thing is like the goblin. Basically. 
he attack first he attacks three of uh the big man's um goons if they've like robbed a safe and he like jokerifies them <laughs> but he's like you can work for me or i could kill you now yeah <laughs> uh so they're like in wearing pumpkin masks when they uh to hold the this town this party hostage the other thing at the party is we get introduced to J. Joe Jameson's son, John Jameson, who's an astronaut. Um, and in comics, he becomes a werewolf. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fun fact about John Jameson. That's why. He becomes a werewolf. <laughs> um... Yeah, there's just so like Green Goblin shows up saying he wants to take over Big Man's empire. Uh, he offers to team up with Spider Man. Spider Man's like, no, you know how it goes. Yeah, and then basically Peter chases him out, webs him up, and then he, Green Goblin's like, oh, yeah, I left a bomb back behind there, and so Peter has to go get it, and they find it in like the chandelier. And throw it up in the air, and it, it's a very big explosion. Many explosions. I really like the sound they put on the goblin bombs of like the laugh. Um, yeah, I had <laughs> a note. Like, it's really good, uh-huh. but at the same time, I just want. I mean, most of the time, you know, he's chucking, he's chucking the bombs like one by one. But for this, when there's like, hmm. I don't know, a hundred of them going <laughs> off, I just wanted them to like rotate between different Michael Jackson noises. Because they're always like, uh-huh. I wanted more of like, a... uh-huh. That'd be great. Um, Green Goblin here is voiced by Stephen J. Bloom. I, I looked it up. I looked them up because I was I was so certain. After the Harris and Dula call, I was like, yeah, we're on fire. This is obviously King Boomy. From Avatar, it is not. No, <laughs> no it's plenty of other like characters. Stephen J. Bloom is. It's literally everyone else who is like yes, everyone uh-huh. that uh, what's his name, Phil Lamar, right? Yeah, yeah. anyone he hasn't everyone voiced, this guy has, <laughs> yeah, that's the, including another dude sure. from the main squad in Rebels in Star Wars <laughs> Rebels. <laughs> yep, that checks out. Yeah. So, he was uh, also Guillaumon in Digimon Tamers. Dude, he's so of. many. He's so much anime. And, uh, you know, most famously to me, he's he'll always be the dub voice of uh, Spike from Cowboy Bebop. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a that's quite a range. Yes, good stuff. No, this was like this was this show was one of the first points. I'm like, wait, he's doing different voices. <laughs> Hell yeah! And then like, I think after I watched this show, I it was even that I realized he was fucking Guillaumon, and that blew my fucking mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> just like in most things, he's just doing his Spike voice. Like that's generally what he gets hired for. Yeah, I noticed he was. I should have realized the Cowboy Bebop thing because I knew that i mean i didn't know his name but i knew that he was the same i know that uh him and mugen 
from Samurai Champloo have the same voice actor dub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I did I just happened out when I was scrolling. I saw the the Mugen credit but not the Bebop one. So, just didn't connect that. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh Yeah, he's doing his his a weirdo voice that he never does. And it's fun. Gets to do his Joker laugh. See, at <laughs> first, you know, my first and my initial thought, I I thought maybe it was Mark Hamill. Because it did, there is a bit of, I haven't, I mean, you know, I don't have a ton of experience with, with Mark Hamill's Joker. Um, mm-hmm. A tiny bit, but more so, the the weird similar voice that I've heard from him is, uh, whatever fucking your side character in Darksiders is, that he did. And I, I oh. thought this sounded similar enough, but when he, as it, as it went on, I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't think that's him. But it does sound. Yeah, that's no. where that's where my mind went initially. I don't think Mark Hamill did any voices, does any voices in this show. I don't think. I know he was um, in the '90s Spider-Man cartoon. He's the Hobgoblin and literally doing his Joker voice. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, this episode ends with, uh... Oh, the other thing is, like, Harry is being a dillweed, <laughs> uh, bragging about fancy restaurants, but then, uh... Oh, I can't remember her name. The girl he's dating. Fuck. Yeah, uh, what's her name? <laughs> I couldn't tell uh... you. I could not tell you at all. I'd look, but I don't. I I glory. That's not Gloria. Is it Glory or Gloria? I think it's Gloria Grant. Technically, I don't know. I think is her comics name. Um, but yeah, but she gets back with Kenny, who is dude. Him wearing. (laughs) Oh my god! I'm so sorry. I'm for anyone. I'm I'm doing like a hand transfer. I need to move to my right hand so I can. I I want my water bad. It's on the other side. This is not a because it's still attached to the shock mount. Like the whole thing fell off. It's not even just a nice mic. Anyway, um, dude wearing that tuxedo shirt like brought up uh, like an, a surprising amount of high school feelings that I just didn't ask for. <laughs> like I saw someone being kind of a dick wearing that shirt at a dance, and I'm like, oh, uh-huh. here we are again. Yeah. Very, Kenny's being very specific. Nice. Yeah, he was. He wasn't actually being to... a dick, but yeah, <laughs> that shirt. I think. Uh, Harry gets very mad, explodes, juice over himself. Yeah, and then runs away. Takes the limo. Uh, and apparently, and yeah, ditches all the 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 cool popular kids he came with. Well, I mean, like his, <clears throat> his teammates. Yeah, his teammates on the football team. Uh, yeah, and Peter shows up right at the end and has one last dance with Mary Jane. Isn't that a Beatles song? No. Beatles? Last dance with Mary Jane? No. Not Beatles. Beatles? No. Not Beatles. No. Last dance with Mary Jane. Hmm. 
I don't know. Now I have to look it up. That's Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Really? Okay. That's a much more modern. Uh, song. Yeah, I mean Tom Petty. I could. I. It would have helped if I could remember like any of the instrumentation. Mary Jane's Last Dance, nineteen ninety three. All right. Good to know. Fun facts. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, the the other fun part about this episode is, uh, Tombstone talking to Spider Man, going, you know. <laughs> If you had taken my deal, I would be paying you to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is exactly what I what I wanted you to be doing. This is what the grown-ups call irony. Yeah. Good shit. Um, so then our next episode is our Dr. Opti- Octopus episode. Dude. <laughs> when he gets the... I think it's as the like experiment is going off or whatever. Maybe he's. I've been. I've good. been good. Oh, <laughs> I've been good. No, I've been good. Oh my god, what a, what a good little bit. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's like not not. You've been like obedient. Yeah, you, you yeah. haven't been a good person. Um. <laughs> Oh right, I for uh, uh, I had one last unimportant comment for the first episode when fucking sure. Mary Jane is uh when Peter leaves and she's like going to dance with other people and she fucking mm-hmm. asks the guy she's like it's Randy right and he's just like very <laughs> what a <laughs> fucking good bit that like would have gone over every kid's head oh. So fucking good. Yeah. Um, Randy Roberts. And then I had a question. I think this was in like the beginning of the sec, like right away in the second episode. Um, uh-huh. What exactly is a New York minute? <laughs> and how is it different from other minutes? <laughs> I think it's just supposed to be faster than a normal minute. I don't remember where that expression the meaning of that expression. New York Minute. Very quickly. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah, context. Was I think it's just like shorter than a normal oh, minute. Oh, because New Yorkers are impatient. Like the... Yeah. I'm walking here. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Johnny Carson says it's the interval between Manhattan traffic like turning green and the guy behind you honking his horn. Okay, so faster than the speed of light. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Holy it's shit. instantaneous. It's, it's Amazing. That's one of the other definitions. fucking good way to put it. Oh, oh, you mean literally no time has passed. <laughs> oh. Uh. Um, uh, yeah, second episode. Ugh. Second episode. Right, Doc, Doc Ock. Dr. Right, Octopus. yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. It was, like, again, like, I have, I've seen, like, multiple iterations of some of these other characters. I think, did we see Doc Ock in any of the other Spider-Man stuff we've read? I forget. 
Like the older stuff? Um, I don't. I don't think I've had you read anything with him. Okay. I forgot if he made any appearances because, like, again, only experience in the in the Sam Raimi films and that pinball mm. machine. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, just such a different, such a uh, take that I'm not used to. Like even even Green Goblin, like there was some stuff that that came together that I was like, okay, like you know, I can see the bits and pieces, but. Mm-hmm. Here, yeah. I mean, his his look is vaguely referencing the Sam Raimi version with his, like, brown coat. That I noticed, yeah, when he comes back. Yeah. Uh, but that's about it. And this, the Sam Raimi version is pretty different than comics. I mean, that's um, the, that seems to be the going theme. <laughs> the yeah. fucking biological but, um, web but also this version is different than than comics too like the the i'll be good thing is pretty <laughs> uh unique to this the way they like made him like this meek character i like that's like they're playing up i guess as of him being like a normal dude who then but it's like you know more straightforward uh originally yeah where he's just a normal dude and then he's becomes evil or whatever um I more think of him from from much later stories, like like po- like post two thousand stuff. Um, when Dan Slott brought him back, gotcha. Because he was out of com- he was like out of comics. He was dead during the nineties, I think. Hell yeah! And how did he come um, back? I don't know. Oh, they just decided he wasn't dead. I think. I'm gonna have a really easy time tricking you into thinking I read every Venom comic. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm picking up from this. Gotta feel out how many how many comics can I skip and get away with. There was a girl Dr. Octopus during the Clone Saga? I mean, there was a girl Doc Ock in Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That was a much more interesting version of that character. That sure. was a much more interesting version of most Spider-Man stuff. That's for me. correct, also. <laughs> that one is... Uh, that movie is so good. It's incredibly good. Look, all you need to know is Doc Ock once tried to marry Aunt May. That's the kind of guy he is. Um, <laughs> what was the age difference in this, in this comic? I mean, Doc Ock is a, an adult male of some age, and Aunt May is a skeleton. Hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. And it didn't... Yeah. And he, like, legitimately liked her, too. It wasn't even, like, it was all... Like, um, I think it was partially... Like, thing, it's... Uh, but he definitely was into Like, he her. started out being a prick, and then he fell. He fell hard. I don't even know. I don't even remember. 
been too long <laughs> since I read that story. Caught a glimpse of her shuffling down the sidewalk in her, with her walker, and it was and like, like, I need a piece and of And there's that. also a story of in the newspaper comic that I've read more recently about, like, the mole man trying to marry, marry uh, Aunt May. That's, like, a similar Jesus. story. But I just, I just really remember Spider-Man, like, tr- his great plan to defeat is, like... Where are we going to find a minister underground? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> newspaper Spider-Man at that point is, like, the most pathetic version of Spider-Man. He can't do anything. Uh, good times. Fuck yeah. But yeah, Dr. Octopus he blames Spider-Man for get the accident that fuses his arms to his spine even though it was the green goblin uh he needs a battery pack for his arms mm-hmm. he needs to charge his phone <laughs> luckily he had invented like a superpower source that then got uh so taken or whatever he yeah, got fired taken and... by some other old boss that yeah. uh walked all over him uh, so he goes and steals that, and then the the B plot is uh, all the kids from uh, Midtown High go into the boardwalk mm-hmm. for a weekend trip, and everybody meeting up. And Gwen is like, uh, "Peter, we need to talk to Harry." Peter's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta go." Weirdly, Harry is like hanging out with all those guys again <laughs> after ditching them. I mean, football players, dude. That's a bond for life. It's true. Blood brothers. True. Blood brothers. Um, is this the episode where Liz and Flash break up? Uh, yes. Yeah, because she's on the bench, and Peter was going to go... Yeah. Talk and Mary Jane was like, "Easy, Tiger." Fucking yeah, slow because yeah, yeah. like this episode, like uh, Mary Jane got invited to go to the boardwalk by Flash, and so they're hanging out a bunch. Yeah, uh, and then Peter ends up hanging out with Liz. Is how this episode goes. Yeah, yeah, and then he beats. Uh, he eventually beats Doc Ock. Yay! Takes out his battery. <laughs> <laughs> and then Doc Ock is just a normal dude. <laughs> Shit happens. Uh, yeah. Doc Ock will will return. I yeah, I expect. Um. So now we get episode nine, the uncertainty principle, aka which starts the with good shit. Yeah, with John Jameson in the space shuttle, and it gets damaged. Hit by a meteor? Dude, I... I mean, it's a kid's show. So I was thinking to myself, like... What would I think of this scenario for the space shuttle getting damaged if I was, like... I mean, I remember when the space shuttle fucking exploded. As different. As different. Is it? Ah. They could have literally... Well, you didn't need to hit it with a rock. You didn't need to hit it with a giant fucking thing that they would have been... Like, 
Everyone knows when the astronauts get into orbit, they're like, ah, finally, can shut down all the systems and kick back and oh fuck a big rock <laughs> like it's not gonna fucking happen it's not gonna go down that way like or any number oh, yeah, that's fair. any number of things oh and then uh and then when it landed later like when they eventually get it down it's like uh-huh. fucking the dude I forget his name. One-off character guy who was watching the flight and he was on the phone, like, giving the live update. And he's like, uh-huh. after, like, 20 seconds of them re-entering the atmosphere, he's like, I don't see anything. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. There it is. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that part is fucking So good. Ridiculous. Like, he gives it, two, like, three seconds. Like, <laughs> he does not wait. I'm so sorry. It's Look, all they over. just... They just try to condense the yeah, shit. Yeah, it just felt uh, small. It's like space. the first time that anything like so far in this show that something like that has felt like incredibly super rushed, rushed and condensed. Yeah, so it's just funny. I mean, yeah. it does. It's fucking whatever. It's just <laughs> so funny. I did. Mm. And it's funny. It is funny because this this space shuttle thing as the way to get the. Which is the way to get the Venom symbiote onto Dude, Earth. the fucking... That ending. That ending of the last episode. Yeah, yeah. I was so but hype. The, the thing of, of a James Joe Jameson... Of a John Jameson special getting that thing to Earth is like an invention of the 90s Spider-Man cartoon mm. that we're going to watch for Venom Night. Like, that's <laughs> where that story was created. Hell yeah. It is funny to me that, that this show takes that. It's the thing. Because it's just... It's, it's simple. And the original... Reason way Spider-Man got that costume is incredibly complicated. <laughs> um, I think the other I think the other part of it for why the why maybe I was maybe a tiny bit disappointed at how like rushed it was was because the stuff with mm-hmm. Jonah Jameson was really good, like getting to see that like that you know serious yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and him like calming down like that was that was good shit you know. <sighs> getting to watch him change so mm-hmm. drastically so it does that of course you know yeah. like as soon as uh, like literally uh the millisecond he finds out that everything's okay he's like what the fuck are you standing around for get 17 seconds i need a headline or you're fired like just immediately back so and it's really great but like I'm this more. this version of jonah is very it's good. solid dude <laughs> i he's very enjoyable to watch yeah uh, so the big thing this episode is Green Goblin kidnaps Hammerhead and then uh, like tells both Tombstone and Spider-Man that Hammerhead had a jump drive with all of Tombstone's shit on it that will reveal Ellen Thompson Lincoln as the big man of crime and if they want it they gotta come to this specific place mm-hmm. and so they're like they're both like this is a trap. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like but clearly. we got to do it anyway. And then they get there and Terrorhead's like what are you stupid? Are you stupid? There's no jump drive. Yeah. And Grumble's like, "Yeah, well, look, we all know this is a trap. It's fine. Don't worry <laughs> about it. It's pretty good." Uh they have a big fight and uh the stuff with like Goblin uh, having like this 
webbing that like completely goos up Peter and then is like dragging him behind him. That's like a classic comics mm. cover and moment thing. Um, but in comics, it was a bigger moment. Like Peter was getting dragged around without his mask on. Uh, since it since it will, will will you know comes up in this episode, I forget if it's at the beginning or if it happened in the in the previous episode. Uh, that Peter or well Spider Man, I guess, follows Green Goblin back to the Osborne residence. So he's suspecting. Norman Osborn at this yes. point. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I forget where that happens. I, I think it was second episode. But I either way, that's also a thing that is going on. Yeah. Yeah, so he think he thinks it's Norman. Mm-hmm. Uh and they have a big good fight. Very good fight. And then uh Goblin gets kind of fucked up by the end and retreats and uh, Peter goes in to expose thinking he's going to expose Norman and sees the Goblin on the couch pulling his mask off and it's Harry. Yeah. And Norman walks in. And then there's a big thing. I need you to inform me of one thing. That is technically possibly okay. a spoiler, but I I gotta know. Okay. Does Norman actually like aside from his other plans that could be happening? Does he actually give a shit about Harry? Oh, he a hundred percent does not give a shit about okay. Harry. Okay. I had I just had to know. He he like he he played it well. He sold me. I like I'm like I. I'm hearing your words, and my heart is open. But also, I feel like you're lying. Because <laughs> you're a piece of shit. I just yeah. wanted to... I'm like, is he going to like take the formula for himself now and like do more with it? I don't know. But I just... I needed I needed to know. You'll get more Green Goblin next season. That's what I figured. Um... But yeah, that's kind of Mary Jane transfers to the school. It's the yes, act, that's the acting. The thing. end. She's just she's just sitting there. The act the acting magnet program. Yeah, yeah. Like I go to school here now. Neat. Fucking uh, Peter. I think. <laughs> I think that's it for this episode. And we get the the vet. They find the venom symbiote on the outside of the shuttle at the yeah. end. Yeah, a brief little shot. Dude, I was so hyped. What the? Yeah. I was like, yeah, the the stars coming, like the lining. Too good. Yeah. Uh-huh. The next, the next four episodes are black costume into Venom. Nice. It's the, 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 the end, oh, the final yeah, arc like... of the season. Yeah, I, I forgot. We're, we're already like almost done with the season. Went fast. Yes. Hmm? Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, so what what are your any final thoughts on these three episodes? Um Final Thoughts. I mean it's like it's holding up, dude. Like it's not it's I I'm still really enjoying like 
some of the other stuff, you know, we're doing antenna and everything, and I really, I really love that, of course. But this, mm -hmm. I one of the things that uh, Spider-Man has been doing that I'm really enjoying is like it has the good balance of like the the life and and hero stuff. Like I enjoy seeing that you know that school that school stuff, and like the the shit with totally. that, like. I mean, even something like Persona, right? Like, that's the draw. I want yeah. that, that daily shit, that mundane stuff. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. That's that is a that's like a key part of Spider-Man that this show gets really right, mm -hmm. is all the, the interpersonal drama of Peter Parker's everyday I life. I love it, dude. Teen... Then mixed in with, with good superhero Teen action. Teen drama. All about it. <laughs> oh. oh it's teen drama with characters who all have like the same letter for their first and last name yeah all you can tell all the older characters because it's like gloria Grant. <laughs> well uh, as a as someone who has that in real life <laughs> you know what's so like how about um it? all of all of Superman's love interests start with their names start with LL. There's Lois Lane, there's Lana Lang, there's Lex Luthor. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, look, they have a son together, okay? Jesus. Is it Dark Seed? <laughs> Dark Side? No, there's like Doctor a, Doom? The Superboy who's a clone of Superman, and then like there, there's just later story that records it that he's also like half Lex Luthor DNA. Jesus, Van Harmon, right the, <laughs> <laughs> right the plot line. That's uh, like years later. Yeah. Good stuff. Good, good shit. Um, yeah, that's a podcast. Salt Circle Podcast at gmail.com. Find us Salt Circle Pod on Twitter. Hosted all the podcast places, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I'm on Twitter at Comic Panels, and uh, see you next time with more the end of season one for uh, Grain of Salt. And they'll pro and uh, because of logistical reasons, Ben being away will be a little bit before we start season two. Yeah, probably. I don't know. How, <laughs> I don't know how long that break will end up being, mm -hmm. but we'll see. Yeah.